Collins calling for the ball. Spin move inside on the baseline. Back to Wemby upstairs. Victor throws it down. Timeout, Suns. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Courtesy of the highlight goes to Valley Sports. Uh, if you could choose one, play-by-play guys moving forward in perpetuity can refer to Victor Wembenyama as either Wemby or Victor. Which would you choose? Oh, Victor, for sure. And then when, when he scores, go to the Victor, go the Buckets. Because like when I hear play-by-play guys call him Wemby, I like I like root, I want to root against him. Like I want him to not do well, which flies in the faces of us. Like I want him to be awesome because he's so much fun. But I don't want like I want Victor Wembenyama to do well. Right. I don't want not Wemby, Wemby to do well. Right. Not Wemby. It sounds like a it sounds like a show my kids would watch before they go to bed or something. They go like, "What do you guys want to watch? Uh, like you know, like Bluey, Blippy, now nah, Wemby. Throw on throwing a Wemby." Well, he's like Gumby's French friend. Oh, you know, Wemby. <laughs> oh, Gumby. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, oh, oh yes, Gumby. <laughs> uh, Anthony DeBunda will join us from the Wonder Gold podcast coming up in 20 minutes. Give us soccer bets. Brad Evans still to come. Colin Wilson still to come. The locomotive leaves the station in 40 minutes. Ken's entire college football card. All our bets for tonight and for NFL Sunday power hour, final hour. But look, like, um, is it Rafiki in The Lion King who says the king has returned? In regards to yes. uh, Simba, it is right. It is yeah. Rafiki. I yeah. feel like that's me right now because the king. I, I get to announce that the king has returned, and and the king in this instance, when it comes to NBA information, game in, game out, props, trends, all sorts of good stuff. Our guy Mike Gallagher is hashtag in the weeds uh, with the best of them, and like we got amazing NBA guests. Matt Moore is amazing. Mike Gallagher is amazing. Our NBA coverage is like second to none, and Mike is a big part of that. We love having Mike as part of the show, and we're very happy to welcome him back here to You Better You Bet. He is on Twitter. And Mike S. Gallagher, and you have to check out his work. Like, if you play season-long fantasy basketball, which I do, you play NBA DFS, you bet props, you bet game-by-game sides and totals. ETR's NBA coverage is amazing. We have Evan Sullivan on the show from the NFL side. Mike covers it from the NBA side, one of the co-hosts of the ETR NBA podcast. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy basketball season. Thanks for having me back on. Great. little uh, little tilting hearing the Wemby highlight after I took Suns live on the Vassell News and had a uh, Suns plus 10. That was painful. Uh, and also, are we, is he first name status with Victor? Are you guys going to just do Victor Old Depot dirty like that? It's like, <laughs> yes. I don't know if he's, right. if he's first name only yet. Well, we got, we call it Depot, right? Isn't that what we call Victor Oladipo? Is that what everybody decided? Yeah. I think I hate all the nicknames. I think they yeah, all they're stink. Bad. Depot? They're, they're bad. The hell is yeah, that? Depot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. I feel, like, uh, I feel like Depot is who I saw when I was in Vegas, like performing at like the Aria. <laughs> yeah, or like, or like I need some more mulch. Let me go to the Depot. Uh, anyway, whatever. I'm going to, Mike, I'm going to read you Victor Wembanyama's stat line for last night. 38, 10, two assists. Sorry if this is causing pain to you. 38, 10, two assists, <laughs> two blocks, and a steal. Have you have you been betting his? Pro- I feel like he's probably been one of the most interesting players to handicap so far. Like, what is this going to be? Seems like the early returns are this is going to be insanely good. Is there a particular a stat with him that you're interested in? What have you noticed? You mentioned the Vassell injury. Like, how about the Spurs and Wembanyama? Any takeaways? Any info on maybe what they're doing? Yeah. So the thing we have to factor in is the Vassell thing. You know, Vassell was one of their leading scorers. Pop said he's going to have that lead scoring role. He's going to be out for a while. So. Yeah, we're going to probably shift his usage up a little bit. Obviously, that close, that final four when they went, Wemby outscored the Suns 10, uh, 10 to 5 uh, and made all of his shots. So, yeah, he's going to have a way bigger role without the Suns. It's a huge deal. 
Um, I think the market is going to bet his stuff after what happened um, with this huge game. I haven't watched national TV stuff, but I'm sure it's all over the place. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, certainly some downside, all those arms for blocks, but they're also going to get some fouls. So, yeah, probably not going to dive in right away. But, yeah, I think it's an interesting market that could have some potential overs or unders depending on how the market reacts, which I think is going to be, like, really, really strong because it's just, like, nothing we've ever seen. And San Antonio does host the uh, Toronto Raptors coming up on Sunday. Curious to see what uh, Victor's props will be for that game coming up on uh, on on Sunday. Mike, uh, I think you're you're as good as anyone in the space at this, and I'm always fascinated to hear your answers to these sorts of questions. So we haven't talked to you yet this NBA season. We're like somewhere in the range of like four to six games in. We'll talk. We'll get to the in season tournament in a minute here, but just on a game by game basis, like what sorts of things have you started to pick up on? And this could be something that relates to side bets, total bets. This could be prop bets, things that you're tracking. Where like, hey, like this guy's actually going to have like three steals a game. We're going to bet his steals over. I'm not saying that has to be it, but just like things that you've noticed thus far early in the NBA season that you're excited to apply in the betting market. So a couple of things that's a little bit weird to me. One, like what's with all these minutes limits? Like so many guys early this year have crazy minutes limits. Like Chris Middleton, they subbed him out with, they need to call timeouts to get him out. Uh, we've seen the Heat have guys on minutes limits. We've seen the Mellow on minutes limits. So it's really tough to kind of get a feel. We, you know, Jacques Bond mentioned guys run minutes limits. Again, these guys are like supposed to be mostly healthy. So that's been one thing. And then coaches' impact on stuff, you know, and Luca had a minutes limit first game too. But, um, you know, like uh, Monty Williams icing Jaden Ivey, putting uh, uh, Marcus Sasters over him, you know, just the coaching impact for some of these guys has been something to watch. Uh, overall, we saw Vogel kind of shift things around. He ran small. So that's kind of what I'm thinking with how these coaches are – kind of changing around and just rookies have been all over the place. They're so hard to bet. Um, the scoot's been horrible. He's out now, obviously, but um, yeah, just these, these minutes limits have been, uh, it's just been kind of a, for this early in the year, it's been something that's been tough to kind of deal with. Mike, you mentioned the coaching angle, which I always think is really interesting. Like I, you know, I don't know enough about styles and, you know, going into the season, I couldn't tell you what any of these coaches were going to do, but you mentioned like Monty Williams in Detroit. Like I, I had a friend send me a note that like, like when they when they win the games have gone under like every single time or when they've been competitive there's something with like defense and the pistons that's like been a real thing since monty williams got there the raptors and i'm not even going to try to pronounce their new coach and that's not like disrespectful of him i just i would get it wrong like they the first like three four games of the season the final scores like 92 87 like that's a sort of like oh i guess i guess that's what this guy is going to be like frank vogel in his first year with the suns i guess just going to be get mad at everybody and lose to the spurs a couple of times i guess that's going to be their thing what other coach things have you know so like Monty Williams, Jaden Ivey, like there's like an actionable thing with a coach and a player. Is there anything else, even stylistically, for people that haven't maybe caught up on some of these new coaches this year that you're noticing, like something that surprised you? Yeah, so I'm gonna take the Bucks. Their defense, they are big, they've been real bad at on-ball defense, which was a big thing. Obviously, you're taking Drew Holiday out, you're putting Damian Lillard in, you're adding Malik Beasley as your on-ball defender. That is not good. It's led to a lot of guards putting up decent games against them. They've actually been a really elite rim defense. They're second in the NBA in rim frequency, meaning they're like really good at limiting this. Um, so that's something that's kind of jumped out and something I've been kind of going into as far as betting goes with props and things like that. Um, other than that, you know, not too much from the stuff we already said. Uh, Will Hardy, second-year coach, he's been kind of weird. Uh, I mean, Udoka's minutes have been pretty strong for his guys. Uh, Alfred Chagoon's actually playing a lot more. That's something I kind of got wrong. Um, and then, obviously, Steve Kerr has been there forever. But the minutes, and this has been really tough for me, too. Like, who closes for the Golden State Warriors? 
We've seen Wiggins like lose closing minutes, and they're really just deeper. So it's led to minutes coming down. The market's pretty much covered it. So even like these regular coaches with new personnel, so you know, you got new coaches, new pieces, how they're working hand in hand uh, has been another big trend I've kind of noticed so far. It's tough to kind of like bet into it because the markets I think are pretty sharp, but something that's you know really stuck out. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a phenomenal Friday talking the NBA season with our good friend Mike Gallagher from Establish the Run. You got to be following Mike on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher. Mike, we love the NBA. You love the NBA. Could the NBA have done a worse marketing job with this in-season tournament, which like starts tonight, apparently, like regular, regular season games that are also going to start for this in-season tournament. So it's going to be like four regular season games over the course of the next like month or so, and then like a single elimination tournament. And then the winner gets the NBA Cup and like $500,000 a player. Like, are you handicapping tonight's games any differently, knowing that they are tournament games? Do the players care about this? There's a Bones Highland quote that's really funny that's been circulating on social media. He doesn't know what's going on with this. Like, are you betting this at all like what's your handicapping philosophy for the nba in-season tournament which again begins tonight yeah the the quotes are funny buddy Hill had a quote saying he needs money yeah sure you do but um so we talked about this because we do minutes projections and all that stuff so early in the tournament we're not putting any stock into it we do put a little stock in the national tv games because there's longer breaks sometimes the stars put more minutes so on that front we do kind of consider that so you know denver dallas something to consider there but yeah, early in the early in the tournament, I don't think so. But later on, we're like, oh, they, this team needs to get a win to get to the next round, whatever. And you know, the semis and the finals, then yeah, we'll probably push minutes up there for kind of the star players. But for now, yeah, and yes, I mean, I don't know how like these bright floors. It's kind of like affects shooting. Like you're shooting in like this bright blue, dark, you know, bright red, all these bright colors. Does that like mess with like. Your depth reception, I have no idea. So I don't, I'm not putting anything into it, but just something I was thinking through this morning. It's possible we're going to talk about that in the power hour when I give out bets for games, uh, those, the floors. And for people who haven't seen, like all the teams have these custom designed courts, usually involve the team's color scheme, but like they're bright and like very, they look really cool in like a Twitter photo. And then I feel like when we're watching them on television, we're going to be like, this is brutal. Like, I don't know if you're at the game, I'm curious how it's going to kind of look, but like as an image, Looks sick. Just I'm curious how the basketball is actually going to end up looking. Uh, Mike, we've already had a big trade this year. The season's two weeks old, and a star complained, and he got traded. James Harden's on the Clippers now. Obviously, all of the questions are, okay, got Kawhi and Paul George, Russell Westbrook, who's already talked a lot since the trade, and James Harden, who's already saying stuff since the trade. We've got these four stars who at one time were all kind of superstars. They're all on the same team. How is Ty Lue going to figure this out? What's he going to do? What's your best guess for how the Clippers rotation is going to look stats that might, you might want to bet prop wise, anything involving the James Harden trade. Yeah. Curious how the market handles this. Cause we know James Harden's a big on ball guy. You could definitely see Russell Westbrook who needs the ball to perform because he's not that efficient. So I could see Russell Westbrook's numbers coming down. He'd probably be the biggest concern to me of the four. I don't think Kawhi matters. Kawhi just gets to his spot. Sure. The usage is going to take a hit, but I think that, I'm curious to see if his numbers take a hit, but if, if the mark, if the market moves Kawhi about the same as everyone else, He's probably the guy I want to bet on. Huge first quarter, playing back-to-backs now, so he's healthy. Paul George, playing really well, been one of the most efficient players in the NBA so far. He could take a hit. He has some handling. Norm Powell takes a really big hit. And I think James Harden is still going to kind of dish. But we already we, he's kind of already been hit for this, right? Like, he already had to deal with Embiid. So I don't think his numbers really changed too much from a scoring aspect because Embiid's such a monster. Um, and then, obviously, you know, Zubats is going to have dunks galore, but the usage should be down. So on that, just to recap, so Russ, Westbrook, most hit, Paul George next hit, Harden next hit, Kawhi barely hit, and then obviously these other fringe players are going to lose a lot. 
give us like 30 seconds here on like anything you think happens with the Sixers moving forward. Are you trying to get ahead of anything with Philly now with James Harden out of town and maybe like Daryl Morey looking to maybe swing another trade? Anything you're trying to get ahead of with the Philadelphia 76ers? And then we get thoughts on uh, some of the games coming up tonight. Yeah, I bet Ubre yesterday and that worked out because uh, it looked like he was going to have a pretty big role even with foul trouble. So I think he's going to play a lot. Um, it was interesting to see that Robert Covington didn't get rotation minutes, but he fits Nick Nurse's system really well a guy that gets in passing lanes and can switch, which is what Nick Nurse likes to do. So I think Covington could be a threat. But until that gets integrated, a complicated system, probably looking at Kelly Oubre, and obviously you're getting a lot of Maxi and Tobias minutes. Tobias has been fantastic, but the market's been kind of on them. All right, Mike, let's close with this. And I know, like, you wrote me earlier that and, – and you even – you said this in one of your answers, right, that some of, like, the minute stuff going on makes the games a little difficult to project. Even if you don't have, like, outright bets to give us coming up for tonight, that's okay. But I think, like, our audience loves to hear kind of, like, where you're leaning and some of your thoughts on the games. So any game tonight, like, any thoughts that you have coming up for tonight's slate, we have, like, 60 to 90 seconds for the answer. Okay, yeah, so we got a few bets for establishing the run that we're considering that I don't want to give out, or I would. Um, but I, I'll give out one. So I like Malik, Malik Beasley over nine and a half points. This is very much tied to Chris Middleton. Like I mentioned, they are calling timeouts to get this dude out in the third quarter. Still on a minute's limit. Don't think he's playing over 20. I think Malik Beasley has to shoot. Take the matchups. Uh, okay, you know, the Knicks are, are a three-point funnel, so I do like that. Um, other than that, you know, I'm waiting for uh, Shane Sharp to play. I think if Shane Sharp is playing, he's probable with a thumb. Um, and Simons was t- uh, probable with a thumb. But I, so if he's out there, I think that – they're going to beat the Blazers. Uh, the, the Blazers are going to beat the Grizzlies outright. So I'm into that. Um, and then uh, I want to see where Casey Wallace gets lined for OKC. I, I think Casey Wallace starts for SGA. He's been really awesome. I can see them matching Steph's minutes. So if Casey Wallace gets lined light, uh, I'm going to probably hit some of his over. He's been the most efficient player in the league from a, a points per possession standpoint. So kind of what I'm looking at there. Don't want to give up too much stuff for free. Um, but yeah, I do like Malik Beasley over nine and a half points tonight. Totally understand that people can check out EstablishTheRun.com and subscribe for like all the projections and all of the information from ETR to Mike's point. Mike, let's close with this. Uh, has Adam Schefter told you who's starting for the Cardinals on Sunday, Clayton Toon or Kyler Murray? He has not, but it's going to be Clayton Toon, right? I haven't really been following the NFL, but uh, yeah, I, I, I could uh, get him on speed dial, but uh, it'd be fun to see how <laughs> yeah, that goes. Someone asked, someone's, someone's offered me the, the world for... Uh, Trey McBride. He sent me Trey McBride for Brandon Ayuk in a trade. I was like, get out of here, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, I like Trey McBride. Also, like, he ain't Brandon Ayuk. That's that's insane. But maybe he'll be really good with Kyler coming down the stretch here. Mike, we appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very much for the time. We look forward to doing this more throughout the season. On Twitter, at Mike S. Gallagher. Check out the Establish the Run NBA podcast, and I highly recommend I subscribe. EstablishTheRun.com for the NBA coverage is great. All of Mike's write-ups and thoughts on all the games all the time. We appreciate it, my friend. Good luck with the bet. Stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the in-season tournament. The great Mike Gallagher joining us here on You Better You Bet. We didn't get a, I'll talk to you next week, though, from Mike. That kind of made me a little sad. Well, I think we're not in the routine yet. Like, the king just came back. The first thing he doesn't (laughs) say, like, the king doesn't return to the throne and say, see you next Thursday. Like, he's got a lot of stuff to do. He just sat down. Like, there's a lot going on. What does he do? Like, eats, like, has, like, a flagon of mead and, like, takes a bite out of, like, some, like, leg of some, like, exotic meat? Yeah, like, goblet. There's got to be goblets around. That's always in every, every thing involving kings. Like a a flagon. Like a flagon. Jewels. Uh, Various various (laughs) gems. A, a, a jewel-encrusted flagon. On the other side, soccer bets for the weekend with our pal Anthony DeBundo.